Hey, what is up guys? 20.4 is here and it's another heavy barbell. I know a lot of guys are jumping up and down. Hopefully, uh, hopefully for the pistols as well, the new movement they got inter introduced here in 20.4. So before we get to breaking down this uh, strategy movement uh strategy video and, and kind of tips for you guys. We wanted to remind you guys that these shirts, the lime green, the trust the process, all black, uh, muscle crops for the ladies, t-shirts for the guys, they are on our website and we have limited quantities. So if you guys want one, make sure you hop on there and get it. And then we even got these uh, stainless steel bottles, which uh, we're in the giveaway, which nobody won this week. We had some close people, but not nobody gets pistols. So that means that we're going to be doing another giveaway next week, and we're going to be keep upping the prizes uh, for 20.5. So 20.5 is going to be a big one, so make sure you guys throw in your guesses for that, all right? So before we get started here, all right, 20.4, reminder of the workout. You guys have the 30 box jumps, 15 clean and jerks at 95.65, 30 box jumps, heavier 15 clean and jerks, 30 box jumps again for the last set of box jumps, uh, and then the reps go down by five on the clean and jerks while the weight continues to go up. So 185, 115, 30 pistols, 10 clean and jerks at 225, 145, 30 pistols, five clean and jerks at 275, 155, the final set of 30 pistols, and then five clean and jerks at 315, 205. So I know a lot of you guys have probably already done the math on this, but that's 90 box jumps, 90 pistols, and 60 clean and jerks if you guys complete this full workout, all right? But the biggest tip that I think is going to make the most sense for everybody, no matter where you're at, no matter what your limitation is, is to think about the workout like this, all right? Have a realistic goal of where you want to finish, all right? Now, realistic is not like, for example, my one rep max is 315. That's fresh. That's feeling good. That was pre-injury. Um, going into this now, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit 315, especially if I get there with all the time that it's going to be spent on everything else. So my goal is to be able to get into the round of 275 clean and jerks. We'll see if that happens. That's the goal at least, all right? So knowing that that's my goal, what I'm going to do is kind of work backwards and see how much time I need to spend or how much, uh, uh, how much time I need to spend to be able to allow me more time on the barbell for those heavier barbells. So the 185, the 225, the 275, all right? And especially to be able to get that done in the 20-minute time cap. So based on that, uh, what I'm going to do is think about, okay, 30 box jumps is probably going to take about a minute, maybe anywhere from like a minute to a minute 15, minute 20, depending on how you start to feel, especially on that second and third round. Um, and then same thing for pistols. Pistols, right? If I can keep a consistent rhythm, it's probably going to take me, let's say anywhere from about a minute 15, uh, to maybe a minute 30, right? Somewhere within there. So that now that I know that each of the sets of box jumps and each of the sets of pistols should roughly take me about this long, right? As long as I can stay consistent, not necessarily try to go a lot faster, right? Cause I think that could be a detriment. We'll talk about that soon. Um, and not trying to slow it up too much. I think that as long as you stay consistent and accurate, that's great. The, the, the workout and your time is going to be broken down on the barbell. All right. Now, like I said, if your goal is to get into the 275 bar, 175 bar for the ladies, we, we need to kind of work backwards. All right. So now we know that, okay, uh, 15 clean and jerks, the first set at 95, 65, maybe I give myself about 30 seconds, 45 seconds, maybe even a minute, right? If you gave yourself a minute, obviously that time is gonna then expand as you go through the heavier barbells. And what we actually do is we call this battery work. So think about this. If I was to do a clean and jerk at 225 and my energy level is like a battery 
every time I do that clean and jerk at 225, my battery, my energy level is going to drain, right? And how long it takes for me to recover that energy before I'm able to do another clean and jerk, that's what we call battery work. So we need to kind of think about that realistically and say, okay, when I get into the uh, 10 clean and jerks at 225, I know that I'm not going to be able to do one rep every five seconds, right? But maybe I try to keep a goal of I'm going to do one every 30 seconds, right? So then I know that I'm going to get done with those 10 in about, you know, uh, five minutes or so, right? That gives me about five minutes to get the cleaning jerks done. And then I can kind of plug that into that uh, time domain of where I want to finish. Now, the goal with this is to have somebody there, uh, either it's your judge or either it's a counter, somebody that's like there to cheer you on. And they kind of keep you on track because it's really hard to do it with yourself, especially after a lot of volume. So maybe that's somebody, one of your one of your friends, relatives, uh, husband, wife, whatever, and they're just sitting there. As soon as you get done with your clean and jerk, they start the count. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, your hands are going on the bar. You're picking it up and you're doing it again. All right, because that's what's going to eat away at your time is whenever you do one, you're going to feel good. When you get into two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, the more reps you do, the the more fatigued you're going to get, the more time you're going to want to spend in between uh, each lift. And that's not necessarily saying that you need to spend that much time, but that's what we feel that we need to spend that much time on. All right. So the barbell battery work is where this is made up. Now, obviously, there's going to be some limitations. So we're going to go over some limitations before we go into actual movement uh, tips and recommendations. So limitations. It is either going to be the loading, right? So clean and jerks. If you know that your clean and jerk uh, max is above 315, 205, awesome. Then this is not a loading limitation for you. It might be pistol. It might just be how you pace through and uh, how you strategize your battery timing, right? The the reps between each of your heavier movements as you get going through that workout, all right? Because obviously if you come out way too hot for too long, it's going to be really hard for you to try and recover back. Um, and if you go too slow, right, that might eat away at your time uh, as well and not leave you enough time for those heavier barbells like you might need. So loading is number one, all right? Uh, have a realistic goal of loading, all right? I think this is going to be key is people are going to say, well, I know what my one rep is, so I'm going to plan on hitting that today, all right? And that's after everything else. Maybe we dial that back, and then if, we, if we're able to do a redo, then try and go further than that, right? We always know how we can do it better, how we can do a workout better once we've done it once, and now we know how it feels. We know where maybe we can push harder, back off, all those things. The second limitation is going to be pistols, all right? So with pistols, you got them or you don't, all right? You don't get to use uh, assistance since this is a judged uh, workout. Um, obviously if you're not submitting a score, you know, put a plate underneath your foot, um, use some counterbalance, whatever you're doing, right. Just to be able to do the workout. But if you're submitting a score, you either have them to a standard or you don't. All right. So the biggest thing that I can give you guys, uh, for pistols and box jumps is going to be the accuracy and consistency is going to be better than speed. All right. If you uh, saw the open announcement, you saw the three guys go, they all had a little bit separate techniques, but they were all within about a five to 10 second window of each other. Now, obviously, and that's that's of the splits of the box jumps and the pistols. So not necessarily that you have to go really fast on the box jumps or really fast on the pistols because you can only do those so fast, right? And I think I said about 60 seconds is what it took for them to do the first round, maybe a little bit less. It's not gonna go much faster, especially as you get going through the workout and add more uh, barbell lifting, especially at heavier loading. So uh, accuracy, consistency, over speed, all day long. No reps on the pistols, no reps on the box jumps, like having to take extra couple steps. Just be consistent with the whole thing and find that cruise speed uh, while you guys go through that, all right? And then also the third limitation 
is going to be volume. So let's say that uh, the weight isn't the limiting factor, the movements aren't a limiting factor, then it could just be uh, conditioning, right? Volume of the whole thing, muscle endurance, right? Especially if your quads, your calves, as you're going through this, uh, workout is going to be a big thing. So if it's the volume factor, think about that as where you want to place your goal and then figure out your time splits of box jumps, pistols, and clean and jerks for how long you need to spend at each movement to get you onto that next section to get you for your goal. All right. And then obviously you're just going to have to push for that whenever it comes to it. So, uh, pistols, are obviously 90 reps is a lot. So by the time you get there, the heavier clean and jerks, those are all going to be that volume factor starting to set in. And I think what's going to be a big deciding factor for a lot of people is the the middle couple rounds where you go from 10 clean and jerks at 185, 115 to 30 pistols to 10 clean and jerks at 225, 145. That's where we saw a lot of the guys that just did this workout. That's where we saw their split times really kind of slow down, right? They're going from a moderately heavy barbell, but now they can't get right back on the bar with, let's say, a five-second battery split, right? They need something a little bit longer. Maybe it's 15 seconds. Maybe it's 20 seconds. Um, but they stayed pretty consistent with those middle bars, even though it slowed down for them, all right? Um, so let's think about those limitations and apply that into your specific strategy, right? Obviously, this is an individualized um, strategy. Everybody's going to be a little bit different, but think about those as you play through this. So let's go into a little bit of movement uh, technique and talk about some pros that'll help you with that, all right? Um, so pros and cons, maybe. When you guys are going through your clean and jerks, uh, or actually, sorry, let's start with box jumps since that's that first movement. Box jumps, it's just all about volume, right? You can step up, you can jump step, you can rebound, any variation is cool. As long as you don't use a corner, they said that everything was fair game. So the issue with stepping is that you're just getting a little bit more quad contraction um, and it might end up being a little bit slower. So not only are you getting more quad contraction, it's going to be a little bit slower, but the better thing about stepping is it's going to keep your heart rate down. So if you know that your heart rate gets really jacked through jumping, whether you're stepping and jumping or whether you're rebounding, it might be a better idea for you to step, all right? Um, and obviously you have to alternate those legs, but whenever you guys go through the stepping, really just make sure that you're keeping a consistent cadence, right? Same thing with the step and jump, whether you're, uh, uh, what we want to say is jumping up and then whether you're stepping down or whether you're rebounding down, right? It's all about consistency. So if you can go fast for five or 10, but then you start to lose your balance, you maybe rest a little bit more on the top of the box. It's all about keeping a consistent rhythm on your footwork. So that way your, your box jump volume just kind of stays consistent the whole way through. All right. Um, and like I said, accuracy, consistency over speed, whether you do stepping, jumping, stepping or rebounding, I think no matter what, it's only going to give you maybe a five to 10 second window, whichever one you're going to be doing. Now that might add up for you at the end, if you're planning on getting really, really far into this workout, but at the same time, there's, there's risk versus reward, right? Risk for doing rebounding, uh, risk for doing stepping, but you also might have some rewards down the line of less heart rate or less spiked heart rate, um, but more quad contraction volume, right? All those types of things play into that. So think about that um, as you get going through the workout, all right? When we get into pistols, what we want to remind you guys is you either have them or you don't, all right? So whether you can't use extra help, if you want to slide on your lifters for that, it's obviously that's doable. Um, so that might be something to think about is going into a lifter for not only the cleaning jerks, but even the pistols as well might help a lot of you guys or using some of those uh, inserts that you can slide in the versatile lift type of things, right? So you could use some of those too. But basically with pistols, <clears throat> we want to make sure that we're not getting no reps, all right? So if you get a no rep, let's say you do a pistol on your right side, 
What we want to do is make sure that we're not going to our left side and doing a pistol. If we hear no rep, we need to stop ourselves and go back to the right, right? Because we can't go, if we get a no rep on our right, we go to the left, that's a no rep. We have to get a good rep on the one side before we then get to alternate. So try not to waste extra reps doing pistols and not getting credit for it, all right? Uh, and then the biggest thing is just having balance. So really thinking about keeping your body weight over that foot and staying consistent, right? If you're trying to bust through a couple, but then you're bouncing to the side, or maybe you're not hitting full hip extension before you put your other foot down, those are just things to think about while you're going through this, all right? The biggest thing, like I said, accuracy, consistency over just trying to blast through these as fast as possible. Especially by the time you get there, you're probably not gonna be able to do pistols like rapid speed. You're probably gonna just have to work on keeping a consistent rhythm while you go through this. But not, not resting, just keeping a consistent rhythm, all right? Now, the biggest thing, like I said, where most of your time is gonna be made up and where most of this workout's gonna be dependent on is the clean and jerk. So uh, a cool tip that I saw the guys do in this um, uh, open announcement was the first set when they did the 95 pound barbell, the first the first barbell, you saw them power clean and then go right up into a push press, right? They didn't jerk the bar and that's totally legal. You can press, you can push press, you can jerk either any one of those shoulder to overhead type of movements. And I think that's really good for saving the amount of dip and drive your legs have, right? Um, because obviously we're gonna be using our legs for the box jumps and the pistols, save those as much as possible. Now, uh, when we think about power versus squat, I think they had the best idea you want to power for as long as you can, right? Save the legs. That's just lots of extra taxing um, fatigue that you have to do if you're having to squat clean every single rep and then having to dip and drive that barbell again. So think about being able to power for as long as possible. And obviously that's going to be dependent on what your power clean max is and your squat clean max, okay? Um, and then something you saw Ben Smith do, which I think is great, and I, a lot of these guys did too, especially as they got a little bit heavier with the barbell, is like I talked about with, the um, the push press versus the push jerk. Every little bit of dip and drive is gonna have quad contraction, is gonna have a hip and a knee bend, and just require a little bit more effort. So what you saw was a lot of them, even on those moderate barbells, they'd catch the bar, right, in the power clean position, so they're already in that dip. From here, they're gonna drive the barbell up overhead, so they're just doing less dipping and driving action. So they're not having to catch the bar in the dip, stand up, dip again for the jerk and then dip back under again to catch it, right? What do you see them do? You see them catch the bar from here, go right up overhead. So they're only dipping one more time. And I think that's really going to play a factor, um, not only on speed of the single rep, but also on leg uh, fatigue, right? And especially full body fatigue too, because if you're standing up, that's just one extra breath and bracing movement you have to do before dipping and driving again. So uh, once you catch that weight, the power clean, try and go right up overhead if you can. Now, again, same thing I said with the pistols. We want to make sure we're not getting no reps. So a lot of times you saw these guys when they started to get to the heavier loads, they would catch the bar, they would breathe, brace, get ready, they'd go for their jerk and they'd miss it. And it's kind of like, oh, we went through all of that work to get a no rep on the jerk, right? And so what I want to just emphasize is as you guys start getting heavier, those movements might have to slow down, okay? So you're gonna have to get to where you're literally catching that bar, you're setting, getting ready for the jerk, then you're gonna go for the jerk and make sure that it's accurate. Last thing we wanna do is, let's say our battery split time there is uh, every 30 seconds, right? So if I do a heavy clean and jerk at 225, I catch it, I miss the jerk, that's 30 seconds I just burned 
to get a no rep. Now I'm definitely going to have to wait another 30 seconds, probably before that battery to refresh for me to get myself together to do another rep. So now that's a minute of time that I just wasted because I missed that one jerk. All right. So really think about each no rep you do or each rep you do matters. Each rep is not just a get it overhead and then drop it to the floor really quick. It's make sure that rep is good, then drop the barbell. Don't, don't rush it to get a no rep. All right. Um, so as a kind of a little recap, that's kind of the biggest thing we saw. Obviously, Ben Smith uh, finished this in 1641, which I think is going to be a really, really good time, um, especially for them not being able to, pre- to prep or warm up very long. I think for some of the people, we're going to see somewhere around like 15-ish times, somewhere around there maybe, which is going to be pretty crazy. So use, obviously, 20-minute cap. A lot of us are going to go to the cap with those limitations. The biggest thing I can say is that have your battery split times down because split times are going to make the most sense for you guys um, whenever you're going through this workout. Plan out how long you need for 15 cleaning jerks at 95. Plan out how long you need for 15 cleaning jerks at 135. Excuse me, and be accurate with yourself. So instead of saying, "Oh, I can do 15 cleaning jerks at one at 95, 65 unbroken," you can, but should you? And the same thing with uh, 15 cleaning jerks at 135, 95. Right? They're going to be singles. Yes, you can hit the ground, pick it right back up, but should you? Or should you make that pace maybe one rep every six seconds, one rep every five seconds, whatever that looks like. Maybe it's for some of us, it's one rep every 10 seconds, right? And so now it's going to take us, you know, upwards of about two minutes, maybe three minutes to do the 15 cleaning jerks at 135, uh, 85. And that's okay, right? If that's how much time we need to be able to get further down the road, it's not about the speed. It's about how far we can get. All right. So on that note, I'm going to leave you guys with that. If you have any questions, shoot them in the comments below and good luck on 20.4. I can't wait to see you guys' guesses for 20.5 coming up next week.